0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Nothing but the best editing. Bravo, that's, bravo. That's
1: what we do here. Uh, 651-461-9226. Please give us a call. We have Mike in Minneapolis, our regular. Mike and Maura, too. We have two mics. Hopefully they uh, call in. But I'll start with this. Who's your
2: favorite mic Mike. Favorite Mike of all time, Adam Carter.
1: Like out of those two, or favorite? No,
2: no, no. All time favorite oh, Mike. Gosh. How about Mike and the Mechanics?
1: Nah, no, I didn't like them. Um, Mike, is it uh, Mike Wallace? Mike Wallace, very good. Mike Jordan. Mike Jordan. Do we call good. him Mike Jordan though, or does I have think to be the a people Mike? who
2: think they're tight with him, Mike. Mike. A lot of players sometimes will call him Mike.
1: Uh, I have a serious one for you to start. Okay. And it involves uh, Damar Hamlin. Yeah, I heard uh, an interview this morning. Ian Rapoport was on CNN, and there was questioning of those as mm-hmm. to you know about the games. Will the games go on, and will players continue to play? And I was kind of surprised at that. I'm like, kind of, of course they will. But then I saw another article this afternoon, and somebody asked Joe Burrow about you know whether he's got any reservations to play. Will any? Do you think any NFL player? Looks at that situation and says, I'm done. That's enough for me. I don't think anybody is
2: going to quit, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Bills see multiple players who don't play this week mm-hmm. and just say, I can't
1: do it right now. They don't. And certainly, this week of all would be the week because a lot of teams are either out of it or have already established their playoff position. But they're still in they're the still, mix, okay,
2: yep. right? They're still – that's why the, the the game well before the tragedy, what happened to Mar Hamlin, was so important because mm-hmm. Cincinnati's trying to clinch. Although I think because the Ravens lost, maybe they are in position, but they were trying to clinch. And then you got uh, Buffalo with Cincinnati with Kansas City. So, in fact, I expect a few Bills to say yeah. I cannot play. I thought – and Dave heard it. I thought Bill Guerin was very good yesterday the Wild General Manager, when I asked him about it. And he talked about how so much has changed, especially on mental health and how the Wild and sports teams put a great deal of effort and offer up so many resources, more than even for physical injuries, touching base on mental health. Because, I mean, how many times have the two of us talked about it? When Dan was with us, Gensel, you name it, how we've moved very far, in our honest, open, hopefully intelligent conversations about the globe on mental health, but it still is so far to go. And for a lot of people that think athletes, well, come on, what 27-year-old athlete who's in great shape? How about Patrick McCaffrey from Iowa, son of uh, the head coach, who was very honest and said, due to my anxiety, I have to step away. Do I think anybody's going to retire because of it? No, I do not
1: and does this change the way you know we talked about this in this studio years ago when CTE was just you know not just evolving but when we were becoming more aware of it about how we see we, we could see the end in sight for football I sure mm-hmm. don't see the end in sight for football anytime soon and I don't know if this really changes it because this to me is not necessarily a football issue right because we just don't know You told anymore. me it was
2: a covid vaccine issue that's, that's right you, of yeah. course
1: yeah I'm on that board i i got to run, too, by the way. Scott Jensen's at the Capitol today to get over there. And-
2: Do you think the Republicans want him to be there? What percentage of Republicans who will like him? He's a nice man. Sure. We all agree. But they want him associated with the party right now. And he, he's over there, by the way, for their vaccine yeah. awareness situation.
1: Uh, maybe a handful.
2: Yeah. I think more than we think because a lot of them are, as mm-hmm. recalcitrant about their beliefs. As, nice word, by the way. Yeah, as uh, – your your ex-girlfriend, Lauren Boebert, who's talking right now, who is she nominating? I think she's got another person. Hearn.
1: Hearn? Hearn, that's her second Hearn? time. Chick Hearn. Chick Hearn. Wow. Chicky Baby. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that I mean, that's a story I'd see coming.
1: Uh on that note, if you you, you one person you idolized, uh a play by play person, because obviously you've talked many times about how you your favorite job was calling games for the Wolves. It was yeah, her one person. By far. Because you can't really be in this business without at least emulating somebody or trying to, you know, pick up things from people. Is there one person that I, you look to in broadcasting, sports broadcasting?
2: Well, I always – we talk about this on, on the show, right, together or separate. I am drawn to people who, who host shows and they can cover a lot of different topics. Mm-hmm. So I like broadcasters who can cover a lot of different events. You know, I became friends with Ted Robinson, but other Ted Robinson – was so skilled because he was very good at baseball. He was so good at tennis. You know, you see people like Al Michaels. You know, did I try to imitate or think that that was the person to go with? No, but I just consumed a lot of information. You know, um, I've I've hosted the show way longer than the Wolves, and the Wolves I just left because of Q, but that was just – I just had so much fun with it, too. And, you know, I love doing both because with a show like you're running this day, you get to react to which news stories mm-hmm. you want to. Right. And one of my pet peeves with broadcasters is if you put the work in, you can have copious notes. You can have information falling off your desk. But outside of the pregame and early in the game, you let, you need to let the game dictate which information right. you're using. And you see people, including people in town, who no matter what, they're going to jam the information in, and it's not germane to what's going on. Right. And I just thought it was so fun. I was lucky enough to work with a lot of people. I saw some horrifying basketball the first few years. I saw some great stuff. I made a ton of friends. So, yeah. I mean, I, I have dreams about calling Wolves games more than anything else in my life. Really? And every one of really? them. Really? Every one of them. I'm completely unprepared. I'm and I'm most of the time I'm with Jim Pete, and that probably stands out because we're still such good buddies. But it's so, and I don't remember most of my dreams. I, I once a month I have a dream where I'm calling and I don't know a player. We're watching on TV, we're in some room, and I'm like, who, who is this? Jim's like, well, you have to know this, yeah. and I have no idea. Uh,
1: 651 461 9226. Ask Chad anything, couple of funny texts coming in here. Uh, Chad, would you tolerate the torture of nut crusher jeans? If they made you irresistible to the ladies. What's the difference now?
2: No. Yes. <laughs> how uh, how much protection would they provide me?
1: I don't know. It can't be too tight.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you're just going to perpetually have that problem, I think I'm out, right? Yeah. It sounds good. I think you're going to say uncle after a couple days, right?
1: Chad, the true story behind your and Dan Barrero's breakup.
2: Um, So the the honest truth is um, we got along no problem when we were together. Um, The summer of of, uh, 2000 was an enormous summer for me because Jim and I were going to switch and do TV with the Wolves from radio. And the Wolves had agreed to allow us to also call the playoff games on radio if they advance further. Because that—that's when Kevin left. They gave me a fair amount of latitude, and I said I want radio because I think they're going to go far. And after the first round in the NBA, it's—it's it's radio only. Right. Then Sean Grandy, who they were moving radio, threatened to sue him. So that changed. The Arizona Cardinals that summer reached out to me and offered me the play-by-play job, and I was always drawn to get back to Phoenix. I just—I just was, and so I agreed to it, and. I was going to do the preseason games for one year. And I was going to take over for a guy named Tom Dillon. Tom Dillon had been the voice of the ASU Sun Devils when I was there. And he was an absolute jerk to all of us with the campus radio station. Absolute jerk. So was there going to be some delicious irony yeah. that I was going to be the one to force Tom Dillon out? Little a little bit. A little bit. I wasn't going to take it. But then when I was in Scotland, I got a phone call from Kathleen that we were going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So that changed everything. That's when I went to Dan and at some point and Dan said, you know, I had been considering and I was going to call you too about no hard feelings about wanting to do it on my own. So we we came to an agreement at first where I was going to do 2 to 5, he was going to do 5 to 8. Then the station said, listen, we have so many Wolves games. Dan's really not going to be on that much and can we come up with a compromise? So that's when we went to 2 2 to 4:30 4:37. We did have some differences when we not right away when we split but for a bit of time, because we were going for the same guests. Guests, yeah. We were going for the same guests, and we butted heads at times way, way, way more than we ever did together. But we've well moved past that. We have a good relationship. We've been texting yesterday, so I wish him only the best. I think he and Guards have a great show, so I only have uh, positive feelings for the fan.
1: Mike in Minneapolis on the uh, City's One Blooming Talk and Text Line. Mike, go ahead. Chad. Yes, if sir. You could pick one. Who would be your choice for the best butler, Mister French, Alfred, Lurch, or Cato?
2: Cato kind of—you of don't
1: want a guy trying to kick your ass every time you come home. Cato kind of annoys me. So <laughs> Kato, don't like the Asians, do you?
2: I'm thinking Cato, Kalen. That's what I'm going with.
1: You know, no, I'm thinking Cato, Peter Sellers. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out All on Cato.
2: Right. Uh, I gotta be. I'm gonna go Lurch. I want that big, menacing figure. To not only get it done, he's not going to talk to me that much. And plus, if somebody breaks in, Mike, I think Lurch probably can kick their ass. Yeah,
1: That's probably good, yeah. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Um, A1 or Heinz 57 on a stake? Neither. Neither. Neither, right? Neither. If your steak is good, you don't want A1. But if I have to pick out of the two, A1. A1,
2: by far of the two. Yes. High 57 is like, like ketchup. Like tangy ketchup now. No. <laughs> uh
1: more with uh, ask chat anything. Your calls and text 651-461-9226 more after this. Uh a good journey song, overplayed journey song, but still good.
2: No such thing.
1: Oh, feeling that way too anytime you want it. The double back to back songs. Chad, what bet did you lose to have Adam run your show? Adam's a clown. He's our
2: clown. As we've said many times, clown is just such a great word. Yes. Look at that clown. Just call somebody clown out of here. They're like, Racy today was trying to bring back the word dink.
1: That one's like borderline. To yeah. Me. Like, it's I, just kind of, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, no. I rarely disagree with Patrick, but I think clown. Clown. Buf- buffoon. Buffoon and clown are way up there, right? I think the first time I worked with the two of you filling in, I used the word dink to describe somebody. And I still remember the both of you. Whoa! Whoa! This say is WCCO, Whoa.
1: And now I'm sp- asking penal pe- people no. about anal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, he just said penal yep. and anal <laughs> That's right. <in> the same. <laughs> You're a news guy, yes, yeah, former news guy. Yes. I like Dink, but Clown
1: is it's great. It's at the top. It's hard to top Clown Yeah, because it just fits. Mm-hmm. It's so many cases. Uh, Bugles the snack? Yes or no?
2: Phenomenal, underrated, better than so many candy, so many treats, including you and Jen. Funyuns?
1: No, I'm. You know why I'm? I like Funyuns, but they just destroy the inside of your mouth. Yeah, they're fine. Um, Bugles so much better. Bugles might be the most
2: underrated in the the chip
1: kind of bag in, in, bagged in, in snack.
2: Yes, chicken and a biscuit is also massively underrated. Hey, Reagan, what is that's that box, face?
1: That's a box snack. Do we d- differentiate between back?
2: Plastic um, box. and bag
1: snacks. You can. Cha- snacks. You don't like Kerrigan? and chicken and a biscuit? No. Oh, they don't taste herring like chicken or a biscuit? What, what guys, are they? Jeff, let's hope that we've got uh, chicken and a biscuit tonight at the uh, swore <laughs> oh.
2: Or we're done after <laughs> some of the comments this hour. That's true.
1: <laughs> he did have a smile on his face when he walked by. <laughs> I told you a couple of weeks ago he's like waiting to get into the <laughs> studio while I was on the air. That's not good. <laughs> that wasn't good. That's not good. Uh, Chad, here's a great question. Uh, I think you do great interviews with people. You don't shy away from tough questions. Would you rather do a sports or a political interview?
2: I I don't think it matters either way, and so much is up to the individual you are interviewing. If you can be precise, if you can push back, even if they'll push back at you, then either one can work. Like um, we recently had Chris Carter on for the first time in a long time. Chris Carter is among the best interviews of anybody I've talked to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about Norm Coleman before. Norm Coleman, you could go at a lot. Uh, who now? Who, like, politically? You know, Keith Ellison lets you go at him. Kurt Doubt would let you go at him. Tim Walls used to be that person. I think the governor has decided, in, 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 once he became governor, to give these long answers and try to own it. Yep. And so it's harder to jump in, but I think you should. I think it is a mistake if you host a show and you just let the person filibuster,
1: yeah but that's yeah, it's not entertaining i mean it's it can be entertaining, but I think
2: some of the audience gets offended though, yeah, no they when, do that's a you hundred you're a hundred
1: percent right and it, and there's a fine line doing that, yeah, and I think if you're doing it incessantly, yes. Or the and it's all about tone too. I mean, it's very difficult right. to do. That's why I mean it's right. it's not easy. It's not an easy skill. And even when it's a pre, when you're pressuring someone, it, it, it how you ask the question, it can it can cross the line and sound like you're even badgering. Well, someone.
2: I've I've told you this, and I and I've talked to, you know, three of the most important people, adults in my life, the last thirty years. Among my biggest faults is tone, like where what I'm what I'm attempting to say. Isn't that bad? But I can screw up the tone, mm-hmm. and it can be received. And that's that's on me. That's yeah, that's that my fault. I just, that, I just, that is your fault. <laughs> that's
1: <is laughs> one of your worst qualities. And I couldn't agree more. Uh, somebody's asking about Q enrolled in a program.
2: We are trying. Mm-hmm. It is a battle right now. So for all the folks who have young uh, adults in their life with special needs, we have met with a number of places. Right now, we're looking more for a day program for, than for him working. But even with the pandemic, it, it, it shrunk. And also, it's a battle for PCAs. There was a story about PCAs. We have a reasonable uh, group that we can pick from, and we are very, very fortunate. But as I told you guys off this is his first week since he was, what, four years old that he wasn't involved
1: in school. So it's been unique. Well, nice. I'm glad the listeners of your show got to know you a little better today by this uh, activity. Ask Chad anything. We appreciate that.
2: Yeah. More anal sex talk on this show than ever in the history. I mean, Darusha, you missed it. This guy in anal sex talk. He's going to keep
1: the talk going, I hope. Why
2: not? Yeah, I
1: thought you guys could just
2: stick around. Why don't we just keep
1: this, uh,
2: we could call it super show or
1: something? I don't know.
0: Never heard that. No. Let's go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,